0: and welcome to
1: You You Haven't Haven't
0: Seen. I'm Debbie. And I'm Ashley. This is a podcast where we watch movies everyone has seen but us and then talk about them. And today we're watching a movie that neither of us had seen. We are watching Dune.
1: Dune.
0: Um, so I know about this movie. I know that the books influenced George Lucas when he was writing Star Wars. That is often credited as influencing him when he was writing Star Wars. And... I have heard the opening monologue performed once.
1: We both have. We both have. <laughs> we
0: were at a show. Someone did the opening thing from Dune. It was a big deal. And I think that's when we both kind of decided we should do Dune. Right.
1: <laughs> and I've been looking at it. Because Bam just showed Dune, like, at Christmas. And I was like, yeah. oh, I should go see it.
0: Well, and Rachel was asking Catherine Elhoffer like, who makes geeky and star-inspired fashion. Like, have you seen Dune? Can you make me a Dune dress? Uh, and she was like, I'm really sorry. I haven't seen Dune. That was never my thing. We
1: should call Rachel and have her, like, do a rebuttal podcast. We should. Okay. Um, so, here's... Oh, are, are we going but, through and the I know.
0: And S- I know Spice is the thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, I found out what I know about this film. I've seen a documentary. Yeah, you have. Ch- mm, I know the name and I'm gonna mispronounce it, but Joe uh Joe Dune. Um he's a director. Okay. He um tried to make Dune with like HR Giger doing the production design and stuff, and mm. apparently um uh oh who's Who's the artistic painter? Uh, Salvador Dali was going to be the Emperor. Oh! And then, like, Orson Welles was going to be in it. Like, crazy cast. Okay. And then it never got off the ground. So I watched that documentary before I saw Dune. <laughs> okay. And then, um, so I kind of know it, but that, like, I don't really, because anytime, it was one of those things where they were like, oh, these are the characters. And I was like, I' oh, it's just, like, more watching because I think H.R. Giger is really interesting.
0: Yeah. I know this movie is definitely a cult favorite, not widespread commercial success, this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's all I know.
1: I'm always surprised it's David Lynch. I just never mm. assumed... Yeah,
0: that's true. I did not know that this was David Lynch.
1: Like, I always forget, and then Rosie was like, oh yeah, it's David Lynch. I was like, yes. But that's all I know about it. So I so kind of know a little bit of the plot.
0: The... One sentence plot description IMDb is a duke's son leads desert warriors against the galactic emperor and his father's evil nemesis when they assassinate his father and free their desert world from the emperor's rule. So I that love sounds a run awesome. on sentence. I was, that was a, I don't think that was a run on. I think it was just very, there might have, maybe some punctuation in there would have been appreciated. Um, are there taglines to this?
1: I don't know, but the cast is Kyle McLaughlin is in it, who I like. Virginia Madsen's See, in.
0: I know him from Desperate Housewives, where he plays right. a very creepy, creepy guy, and he's a protagonist, so that, that might be an issue. See, I like him. He's been—he's also the mayor of Portlandia. Does that not make you happy? I don't really watch Portlandia. Um, Patrick
1: Stewart's in this. Yeah, Stings in this. Oh my God, Stings in this. <laughs> what? We should watch this now. Okay. So, are there any taglines? Are there
0: taglines? Um, taglines. Oh god, there's a lot. Ooh. Let's let's just pick two of these.
1: Okay. You pick one and then I'll pick one. Um. I know which one I'm doing. Okay, you do yours first. A spectacular journey through the wonders of space and the mysteries of time, from the boundaries of the incredible to the borders of the impossible.
0: You are about to enter a world where kingdoms are built on earth that moves and skies are filled with fire.
1: Fire! I
0: don't know. All right. All right. Uh, oh, what this is a good one. A world where the mighty, the mad, and the magical will have their final battle. That's
1: a good I one. want that in dun, dun dun I want that like on one of those little word burn signs to <laughs> like yeah. bless this home. <laughs> <The magical. laughs>
0: so only the mighty, the mad, and the magical may enter here.
1: <laughs> I'm in Bliss's house at the bottom.
0: <laughs> That's what I want. Okay, let's watch Dune. Let's do this. We're back. Um,
1: I liked Dune. I feel like I just took a sleeping pill. I feel like I took Nyquil. Cause okay. This,
0: I definitely did have to pay attention, and I did pull Wikipedia up, just because...
1: Oh, you did much better than me.
0: There was, I was... This was an active watching session. This was not a passive thing, and it made me wish, as I was watching, I was like, I wish I had read Dune, <laughs> because I think I would be doing a lot better job huh. keeping up with some of this stuff.
1: Um, but I liked Dune. I would watch it again. Really? Yeah. I uh, I don't know how I feel. I kind of feel like... Well, here's the thing. Instead of actually looking on Wikipedia, I just wrote down snarky comments like... Oh, my gosh. Could you I get a cheat sheet? <laughs> and I was also watching this with, like, Millie, like, sitting on my lap. And so I would just, like, whack the cat and be like, hey, look at that. I was like, who's that guy? Oh, my gosh. Because,
0: well, as I was thinking as I was watching this that this is kind of right up my alley. Because the... Um, yeah. I grew up it's, reading, like... Fantasy. I grew well, cause I grew up reading famous fantasy sagas. Like I'm reading the Sim- Similarian, however you pronounce that. J. T. T- J. R. Tolkien's like Similarian. It's like that's kind of my like reading for fun jam. Yeah. And then Basically I love watching sci-fi movies you know my favorite movies are usually sci-fi my favorite books are usually the fantasy genre and this is just such a perfect mashup of both that I was like this is right up my alley and it's all kitschy
1: it's kitschy but like I just I feel like I just am so confused like I feel like I just took a sleeping pill where I liked everything and everything was so like warm and comforting Mm -hmm. and I was like This is weird, but okay, I can go with it. And then there were times where I just got so angry that I was like, I need the sandwich, and, like, got up and made lunch in the middle. (laughs) It's a long
0: movie, Oh, it's so long. And I know there was some creative vision disagreements between David Lynch and the studio. And I didn't realize this until after... I didn't look up this stuff until after the movie, but... And now he's, like, distanced himself. And, but... David Lynch's name appeared in the credits, like, three times or something ridiculous. It was like, yeah, good yeah. job distancing yourself, Right, he wrote it,
1: directed it. Yeah,
0: but, anyway. It's... He is a cameo. Really? Yeah. Who is he?
1: Some, like, dude in the background. Oh, okay. It's a cameo.
0: So, let's just kind of go through it.
1: Um, okay. And then talk good.
0: about things as they happen in the plot. Okay. But, so... Oh, wait, can on. I... I want to just... The two families in
1: here... Can I just say one thing before we start the plot? Yeah. Toto did the music for this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just, yeah. just need to get that out. Yeah. The man who wrote Africa.
0: I'll allow it. Did
1: this. <laughs> and it is epic. I know we were just talking about sunshine it's being good running song, of a little I of a little bit of a little bit of I little I of a little bit of a soundtrack is the so, like weird. No drums. Like sometimes there's drums, but it's really just a, an electric guitar. That Bum, just... <laughs> but then it's like... I was like. Oh my god! That the the
0: darn it! Like the yeah. theme was written by someone different than the rest of the movie. I
1: thought that was just the opening theme.
0: Yeah. Oh, but it plays in later though. That same opening. Oh, doesn't? I yeah. didn't see that. That was written. by... Man, one hell of an opening though. I liked it. Because there was the, the face of the girl Virginia Madsen, yeah, who yeah. I thought would end up playing a much larger part in the rest I of the movie. Too. <laughs> and then, but as Poor soon as Virginia the Matta. guitar started, I was like, yes. "Yeah, I'm into this." And I was just thinking, how this must like if this was your jam, I was just imagining going into the theater, being a nerd, sitting down. And then as soon as that happened, I was like, "Man, I wish I could have seen this in the theaters, yeah. you know? Because I would have been so pumped. Yeah, I'd been like ready to go." But then halfway
1: through, I would have been like,
0: <laughs> "What?" Oh, <laughs> see, as soon as like that started, I was like, "Cause again, when we saw the opening monologue performed, there was some vocal guitars in play." I don't like. Oh no! It really is that uh, exciting. This is no, totally very vocal guitar worthy. And intro. it's a good monologue. Normally I yeah. don't
1: like an opening monologue.
0: No, but this was a good one. It was a good one. And it, it did help clear up some of the like. No, it did. Well, it introduced the how important the spice was later on, and that was it. Okay.
1: All right. Let's start your history lesson, Debbie.
0: Yeah. So, this entire a- world. <laughs> I'm just going to lay down. I'm going to explain Dune, or try my best. (laughs) I'm going to come back in an hour. So, this entire world is ruled by the Emperor. I'm not going to use all of the names, because there's a lot of names, guys.
1: Yeah, let's make up names.
0: No, let's just do Emperor. We'll make up names if it necessitates it. Emperor is just Emperor. Let's not complicate this. (laughs) So, it's ruled by the Emperor, and the most valuable substance is this thing called the Spice, and there is only one planet in the entire universe that makes the Spice, and it is the desert planet of Arrakis, also known as...
1: DUNE! DUNE! <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and, yeah, so that is the only source of the Spice, which what? seems to be the currency on which, or the substance upon which the rest like of oil? the universe operates. Um, I, What I did not vocalize there it was a shrug. I just came <laughs> actually in response to a question. But, and so, there are two rival families. Atreides?
1: Yeah.
0: And the Harkonians. Yeah. And the Harkonians have this, uh, like, plan with the Emperor. Like, we are going to... The Emperor is going to give the Atreides family control of Dune. And then the Harkonians are going to go and overthrow their family. And they're going to take control of Dune. So that way, their control of the spice... This rival family is gone away. But there is this prophecy that this Chosen One will come who will defeat the Emperor yeah. because, surprise, a, um, Arrakis, like, Dune is not a cor- under, like, it's corrupt leadership, you know? Yeah. Hence the plots and the backstabbings and the syncretic agreements. Right. And so this savior is the son of Lord Atreides, who yeah. I'm trying to find the name of Paul.
1: Oh the son's name Yeah the yeah, son's, son's name son's is name Paul, Paul. Which Kyle say, McLaughlin. Yeah.
0: Not a great name <laughs> Paul
1: it's like Life of Brian. Yeah I, was just like, yeah. I was just
0: expecting a much cooler name than he Paul. He gets a cool name. Well, it's, yeah, he does get a cool name, but especially when it's like you're introduced to this whole world and it's like the Spice and Dune and Atreides and Arrakis and Paul. I feel like
1: that happens in every film. Yeah. Where it's like, and then Luke shows up.
0: Or <laughs> Fred. <Right.
1: laughs> and then Steve comes wandering in. Dave. <laughs> What's Porky doing here? What's his name? Porkins. Porkins. What's Borkins do here, Luke? <laughs>
0: Luke.
1: Luke. <laughs> but there's always one where it's like, who Han, Leia. That
0: is true. I never realized how much of a lame name. Oh, Luke there's always
1: there is. a lame name. Yeah. Every side. You know what? Film. At
0: least he's not Sam. Because in a lot of right, there are a lot of things where there's a best friend named Sam, and so at least it's not Sam. Anyway, we digress.
1: But Paul is the son,
0: and he's like a wonder kid. You know because. he's smart, and his mom is magical, yeah. and you know he gets trained by his father, and so he's just—he's a very capable
1: kid. Yeah, and he's supposed to be fifteen.
0: He is. That was—I was curious because I was watching him. And I was like, I'm sure this this guy is supposed to be roughly teenager to eighteen year old age. Yeah. I don't know how old he actually was when they filmed it, but I was like, he looks young. He looks young. I was like, I can buy him as a young person. I can't buy him as like a sixteen-year-old.
1: No, I but, think I think in the book he's like fifteen. Okay, and I would I pegged him as like eighteen, nineteen.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought as well. So but he
1: definitely okay. We we'll got like, we got a, we so we got like, a lot to the cover. Lesson.
0: Um, but yeah, so that is the world and we start out in, and yeah. the spice allows you to um fold time. Yeah, time travel. T- yeah, time travel. They call it folding time where you can move through time standing still,
1: and... It's supposed to prolong your life, but I didn't see any aspects of that.
0: No, but, I mean, there was that thing that was in the... When the Spice People come in their robes to the Emperor, and they're basically like, what's up with Dune? Like, we hear rumors of this thing. There's that thing in the tank?
1: The bunny fetus? Oh, I didn't like its mouth at all. That's its nose, it's a bunny. Mm. That's the Emperor, right? No. That's the guild. I thought that was. The
0: guild and the guild controls the spice and that's not the emperor. The squidgy thing in the cage was not the emperor. The bunny. Yeah. See yeah, The I Emperor thought, was the guy that he was talking to. Right. I didn't get that until the very end. Oh, yeah, yeah, no 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 no.
1: Because then why was his daughter so the da- the daughter who was in the opening. Was in the opening. Yeah. She's the daughter of like weird guy. Who's weird guy? The Harconian dude. No. Yeah,
0: she's a daughter of the emperor. The Harconian is the guy, the fat guy who's floating and right. has all the
1: boils. Yeah,
0: she is but not his thought, daughter. But
1: I thought, okay, so this is where I got confused because I thought the the head of the telepathic nuns, monks, was well, a girl. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Um, what I, was their
0: name? Oh, the rabbit's name is the Navigator,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that's important to know. Okay, uh, Reverend Mother, we'll just call her that. Okay. Um, which they have a breeding, a breeding program, right? So they can like make sure that the Savior will be born.
1: And I thought that's what they said, where like he, she, Jessica had to give birth to a girl, so then she could get married to the Arconians. But she gave birth to a boy instead. And then I thought that the Virginia Madsen was the daughter of the Harkonnians. No. no. No, 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 Okay.
0: Never mind then. She's the emperor's daughter. Um, cool. But, oh gosh, okay, so now basically, so it's set up that there's this plot where it's like the Atreides family is going down and then we yeah. meet Paul, Paul. The, this son that isn't supposed to exist of the Atreides family and therefore the savior of the universe very soon <laughs> <Yes. laughs> if you will um and then i was so happy to see patrick Stewart. i know i was just like patrick he rocks a hell of whoa, a mullet in act two yeah he does <laughs> but whenever i was just like i am always happy to see him awesome. i'm always like what a joy and a
1: pleasure it is to watch you do your job patrick Stewart sir. and Ian McKellen. they can show up in anything and i'm I always like, like welcome they could show up anywhere, and I'd be like, this, <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> I'll buy you, fellas, a drink. You're all
0: better off for this. Right. Um, but so Paul is, he got magical abilities from his mom. Just kind of, Tell- he's able to sense things, you know, telepathic. He does a, a lot of internal monologuing. <gasps> I um, <have> loved it. <laughs> he is very, he's a very capable warrior. Uh-huh.
1: He's smart. He's just like, he's a good kid. He can see the future in dreams. Yeah, kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: He sees bits. hmm And he's very, like, he loves his family. Oh, he's... You
0: know? He's just, like... He's just, he's a good kid. He's, he's everything
1: you want in, in a main protagonist. In terms protagonist, of,
0: like, he's gonna save the world. I would pick him to save the world. He's gonna do okay. He's he gonna is. do all right. We have a good feeling about Paul. Right. Um, Paul's gonna
1: do things.
0: Yeah, so, like, that, and that was a long scene, where it's basically, like, look how good Paul is at being Paul. He's gonna fight the block guy. So he's gonna fight the spiky thing. He's just what a great guy, aren't we? So bad. I'm normally a character. fan of training
1: montages, and this one, this I was one like, was a Ugh.
0: Ugh. this one was rough to get through. But and it, it is interesting because the Atreides family is from this planet where it's raining all the time. And they're going to Dune where it never rains. So I just thought that was There was an element of, like, I'm leaving, of they're leaving everything they know, yeah. you know? Um. And so that night, the Reverend Mother comes and tells Paul's mom, like, Jessica. basically she points to Paul and goes, What's this? You were only supposed to have girls. And Jessica was like, No, but... You know, my husband wanted a boy so badly, but he's but not, not her husband. husband. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was something that I was, like, oh was revealed. The...
0: She's like a glorified concubine. She's a
1: royal lady.
0: Yeah. no. But then later he's like, I should have married her.
1: Should have made an honest woman out of her. But that was also the first thing you know that they're not married. <laughs> but I thought it was super
0: interesting that I was like, okay, they're not married. So in our society, Paul would be like a bastard and not, you know, legitimate and whatever. But in this society, that clearly doesn't matter. No. He's just, yep, he's his son, so yeah. heir to his fortune. But I also
1: feel like he was waiting. But that seems to be his only kid. It, it, yeah, it's his only kid. Yeah. But also I so feel that- like he was waiting for, like, an aligned, like, a business marriage. Mm. But there are only, like, four planets. Yeah, that's true. But apparently it's a trilogy, so there's more. Mm. We might find out in book, two. We should read the books um when we you say we maybe i will read the books <laughs> i expect the so, synopsis is on my desk the
0: reverend mother like test his mental fortitude yeah by being like put your hand in this box uh-huh. but, like, smart cookie paul is like i don't think i want to put my hand in the box I br- what's in the box and she goes pain <laughs> what that is my new
1: slumber party game <laughs> put your, put your hand, hand in the box, box.
0: no <laughs> <laughs> and but so he passes the test, and his mom is like, My son is going to die, right? Which honestly, like, yeah, be worried, this lady's freaky. And so, like, then they all go off to Dune, you know? So he passes the test, yay, they all go off to Dune. And once they're on, oh, this is where we meet the Harkonnians, yes, which. There was something so grossly satisfying watching the lead Harkonian guy because his face is falling apart. Just in terms of production design, okay. I loved all the choices that were made because not only is this man the bad guy, their yeah. entire camp, just even throughout the entire thing, they are disgusting. Oh. They are all squelching. Every one of his subjects has a heart port so he can drink their blood. And then the his thugs... Sting. Um, Sting, who... I found a little more attractive than I was entirely comfortable with.
1: Because I can't get words out. Well, I didn't realize that
0: was Sting at first, and it wasn't until he was essentially just wearing like a codpiece piece that I was like, "Oh my god, that's Sting!" <laughs> no, because I just yeah, I I found him attractive, but I also found him incredibly creepy, and I was just entirely not comfortable. Now, I with I <laughs>
1: like, I I picture Sting's agent being like. Hey, we want you to be in this film. Do you remember what David Bowie did in Labyrinth? Uh, and then Stane was like, okay, I need my codpiece to be two sizes larger than David, David I was, Bowie's was.
0: I was so, like, uncomfortable with the fact that I was, like, Why? I found Stan it attractive. Gorgeous. But because his character is so creepy and he never even talks. And he's just like the oh, no. face where he just smiles. He does, and I'm like,
1: Ugh. He does a few line readings that I... Oh, that's true. With treasure. But
0: he's mostly pretty quiet. Anyway, he but is. the other thug, yeah. when he, like, squishes the rat, just the entire Harkonian production design I loved. Yeah. I loved how gross they were. Um, and they, like, kept it. It wasn't, like, a one shock value. It just kept on coming. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love their production design. Actually, the costumes in this, too, were amazing. Yeah. Jumping very quickly to the beginning scene, I love how in the Emperor's Palace... The men are all wearing these, um, like, military uniforms. And then, but the women, like, very almost, like, Regency-era uniforms. But the women are all, like, Queen Elizabeth, Tudor-era dresses. And I like how they just borrowed things from history, where it's like, the men look great in these. They'll wear this. Man, the ladies look really glamorous in this area. Let's get this for them. And I just like how there was just such the mixing... So it's like, because some sci-fi movies, they try to borrow directly from Earth history. Yeah. And so it's very easy to date it, you know? But yeah. this was just so, such a mix of everything. I thought the costumes were so cool in this. Um, okay, so we meet the Harkonnians. They're gross and bad. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Back to Dune, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, boiling this down to try to, like, move along and see what comes up. But, so, the Atreides family is on Dune now. And yeah. they're being introduced to the world, which is great because we can, too. And so, one thing that happens is Paul and his father go out to, like, oversee the spice yeah. mining. And the big danger on Dune is there are these worms that come because of the vibrations in the ground. Yeah but this does present them an opportunity to see that Paul's dad is a good guy. Yeah. Cuz he, you know, saves the entire crew and everyone's remarking like, "Oh, look at look at that. It's great." But and also another thing that's important is exposure to the spice makes your eyes blue. Blue, which is gorgeous.
1: But not just like everyone looks so cool, but not just like your iris is blue. It makes it's your, your entire, entire eyes eye. <laughs> are glowing and it looks it looks cool. It does. A- but and so the the
0: indigenous people of Dune. Their eyes are all blue, what and I called? forget
1: what they're called. Fre- something with an F. Yeah, hold on, let me look it up. Frenemes? Fremenims. Fremenimities. Fremen. Fremen. The Fremen's.
0: Um. So their eyes are all blue, and then the guy who's showing the Atreides family around, his eyes are blue, and he's not Fremen. That they, he's Max Sfondor. Yeah, he's just spent so long on he's Dune. That his eyes have turned blue from exposure, and we should also mention the suits they're wearing because they have these very. Oh,
1: you mean the black mining suits?
0: (laughs) I liked their suits with all the piping, and because it's it's a water filtration system. Whereas as they sweat, they're like exhale through this nose piece. Yeah, and then the water will all get circulated again, and I you can see all the like pipes and tubes again with the, you know, cool costumes. I liked, but there's a moment where he's showing father treaties how to put on his suit and then he turns to paul and goes your suit is put on perfectly and paul's just like it seems like the way to do it and that's another sign guys that like this is the man that's going to lead because he knew how to put on his jumpsuit yeah um so we get to see that he's a good guy we get to see the worm yeah and so while they're out in the desert Mama Treaties is back at the house. Jessica! Jessica meeting the household staff, and there's this little Fremen Fremen housekeeper who is, like, you know, the sage, like, watch out, something bad is coming! And also because they know that they're going into a trap, the Treaties family, because someone has the line of, like, the first defense against, like, a trap is, like, knowing that it exists. Yeah. And I
1: was like, no... No kidding! (laughs) Really?! But, like, they keep finding, like, there's, like, suicide bombs, like, mm, set up and stuff. Yeah. So they know that, like, there's... They know that the Harconians didn't want them to leave. Or didn't want to leave. Yeah. So they know that, like, they have an issue. They do not know that there's a traitor in their midst. This is true. So close to them. Yeah. And this is when we get to the traitor.
0: Yes. Because after it's been set up, all, this, all these things, the traitor is... Um, okay, so Paul's dad has two friends. Yep. The Doctor and Patrick Stewart.
1: Yep.
0: Is there a third? And bushy
1: eyebrows.
0: And bushy eyebrows. Three friends. And the Doctor is the traitor. Yeah. Because, essentially, the Harkonnians are, like, holding... Or, no. They killed his wife. They killed his wife, so he is playing into their trap, and he's double-crossing the Harkonnians because he tells Lord Atreides... Like, yes, I did poison you, and I betrayed you, and I'm sorry about that, but here's the thing. I'm going to put this fake tooth in your mouth. I'm going to jam it up in your gum, and there's a gas inside of it. Yeah. And so you're going to bite down on this and breathe out, and it'll kill the harkonians. He's, like, he's double-crossing them. And I thought that was really funny, because he keeps saying, like, don't forget remember the tooth. Where it's like, excuse me, sir, you just pulled out this man's tooth. Yeah. Jam this new one back in. And then was like, "Don't forget, it's there." But, but then he almost forgets it's because there because he's all drugs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just like, "It's it, it must be a very potent poison." You know, yeah. he must be under a lot of influences if he is going to forget that that tooth is there.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. But there was a lot of characters in this movie. Oh my
1: god, so many characters! Because we
0: met people and then they were important and then they died. Yep. Because the harkonians come. And they attack the they castle.
1: They murder everyone. Yeah,
0: and they murder them brutally. There's actually a shot in this that remind me of a shot from Schindler's List.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Because there is, it's an external wide shot of the castle wall, and you see the Harkonnians have a lot of atreides lined up, and they're pushing them off the wall in a row. Oh. And it reminded me of this sweeping shot of when the Nazis are clearing the ghetto in Schindler's List, and they have a line of men lined up, and they're shooting them. Oh, wow. So, I felt a little sick when I saw that. Yeah. Because it
1: is a brutal sacking of this castle. Yeah. Um, very ballet, though. Yeah. There was a lot of, like, just jumping. Yeah. Like, with no guns. No. It was just, like, guys jumping, and then they were like, ugh! Yeah. <laughs> it was like, a lot of very interesting fights. Right. So, they, take, they basically just take over the... The castle. The castle. Killed the... Is this where Sting is naked, or is that later? That's later. <laughs> I have that one.
0: Okay, so... Paul and his mom, Jessica, Jessica, are put onto a ship, and they're basically like take these two out into the desert to die. And so they, Paul uses his mind, the voice, the voice, because he has also been taking the spice. He took the spice once. Yeah, he took the spice once,
1: and it triggered it. It's embarrassing.
0: Yeah, just boom.
1: Um, opened up the synapses.
0: Yeah, and apparently, from his Jessica's comments, apparently he's been, like, working on the voice for a while. But, man, he nailed it this time. I'm sure
1: he's been sitting in his room, like... Yeah,
0: well, uh, I mean, probably practicing, up up. you know. But, so he tells the guy flying the little ship, like, ungag gag my mom. Because she's really good at this mind-control stuff. And so she, and then they take over, they take the suits. And...
1: They have worms chasing them, and they outrun the worms. Okay, this was the f- most frustrating thing I've ever seen. What? Well, it's just like, I wanted Jessica to do something. Yeah. And then she's just like, whoa! Man, and her get, hair looks great, though. Oh, my God, she's so pretty. Right? Flawless. Flawless. But, like, she was like... And
0: she woke up like that because it was sh- the middle of the night.
1: It was. <laughs> but, like, I get that your husband's just died. Well, yeah. your fake husband. Yeah. Your boyfriend. But you know what? They should have gotten married. They should have gotten married. I get that you're like, fake husband's just died and stuff, but it's, like, you have... Your son is there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, your son is, like, 20. Yeah. He can take care of himself, but I feel like you have to, like, have some kind of composure. I was also
0: disappointed by her as a character. Oh, Because yeah. they kind of set her up as this great thing in terms of, like, the witches. You know, she seemed to be pretty high-ranking. Um And then she kind of fell apart.
1: Yeah. But... And gave... And then we find out she's also pregnant with his sister. Yeah, but like he sees that. Yeah, I mean, I think she knew. Well, she knew, but he didn't have to so was kind say of like, everyone. She's pregnant, right. and everyone goes,
0: "What?" <laughs> she goes, "Oh, Paul, we weren't going to tell anyone yet."
1: <laughs> but this is my this is my favorite line is when his dad just died, and he's like, just kind of sitting there, and he's looking out, and he's like, "Where are my feelings?" And I was like, "Yeah, Feel your bra." That's a good question. <laughs> and this is, like, right around when I had to leave and go get lunch. Well, because I was like, because his
0: mom is falling apart. She's
1: falling apart, and I was like, And no. he's like, I should be sad.
0: Like right. Yeah, probably, but all things considered, someone here has to hold it together. Right, like, so, I get
1: that you should feel sad, but yeah. it's also like, you're in the desert, mm-hmm. there are worms. Yeah. Who... We'll eat you. Yeah. And, like, you need to find something. And, I mean,
0: his mom did pull it together, but I was and disappointed eventually. that she needed, like, the slap of, like, we are going to right. die if you do not rain in it. And any. then
1: they're, like, trying to walk, and she's just, like, like, well, two steps falls. Two steps falls.
0: Yeah. To be fair, that was probably helpful because the worms respond to, like, rhythmic stuff. So he's, like, you know, walk without a rhythm, and the worm shouldn't catch it. So, in the back of my mind, I was, like, one, my primary thought was get a grip, girl. But my secondary thought was I mean, she is not walking with a rhythm.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying, but I, I just like to point out, you can walk without rhythm without falling. Without
0: falling. This is true, but she was just going the one, taking it the extra step.
1: Yeah. But so but then she finally takes control.
0: Yeah. So they make it to this rock and they sure. Fremen's find them.
1: Yeah, and then she, Jessica, like, tackles the leader, and, yeah. like, holds him as night point. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. They establish their dominance. And then Jessica's gone. Yeah. After. The, Paul we'll tries to run away
0: same. and is stopped by this girl, and then the next time we see this girl, oh. she and Paul are making out. And I but was like, I wrote down, I was like, wow, so we're not going to see this relationship develop at all. No, because
1: yeah. they've dreamed that they are meant to be together. That was they've driving had, me nuts. They've had a dream date. That was driving you nuts. That was
0: driving, I I know, that was driving me nuts. That was the one thing, and I'm not even kidding, where I was like, I cannot wrap my head around this because they meet and they look at each other and they make eye contact. the next thing, we see them kissing and we hear them saying, I've loved you forever. No. We've had no dreams of this woman before. Did he? Yeah.
1: I didn't get that at all. He dreamt of her, like, meeting in the cave and (sighs) her being like, Paul, tell me about your world. I did not like that relationship one bit. Also, they kept trying
0: to have, later when they're in the desert, they kept trying to have these, like, meaningful moments of conversations, like gazing into each other's eyes, and they have the freaking nose thing. I know.
1: <laughs> that drove me don't. It's very same. hard
0: to be sexy
1: when there's something up your nose. It, you look like, it's like Charlie Chaplin. You look like and, Charlie Chaplin. Because
0: they're both very attractive people, too. And I was like, it's a nose thing, though. I can't get over the nose thing. You just can't. No. Just take it out. Just for a second. It's fine. You're gonna be fine. The rock's right over there. Just take, take out the nose like,
1: thing. I can't even focus. Yeah. Um, but, so... So, then we go back to the Harkonnians. Yeah. And I find the Baron physically upsetting and kind of didn't watch this part. But this is yeah. when Sting comes out in his meadows...
0: meadows yeah. Speedo. And for no reason.
1: Oh, there was a reason. What was the reason? We were watching.
0: Oh, God. I was like I was trying to figure out the plot reason no no there's not Sting's just being a little <laughs> his, I like, seriously and
1: think it was a David that Barry is the face
0: of smugness, where he walks out and his face I was like this guy knows he looks good
1: wearing this bowl apparently he was supposed to be naked no yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the studio was like oh could you put him in something and they were like yeah how about this and yeah. it's a winged metal. Spe- I was like, I love Yeah, it was, everything. it
0: looked like, do you remember, I think a couple years ago, it was, like, the next step beyond the bikini, and it was literally just, like, uh, I don't even, like, thing. A it's not even a
1: garment. But
0: it just, it covers, it's like, it covers your front and your butt, and then it just stays there, like, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I thought I did, and now I don't.
0: Pausing. We just spent too long <laughs> looking at him.
1: I found some very pictures intriguing. of
0: male bikinis on thongs and whatnot on the internet. Ashley found some stuff.
1: <laughs> what can I say?
0: <laughs> we did not find what I was looking for though, which is incredibly frustrating. But anyway, um, what happens with the Harconians here?
1: Uh, Sting comes out of Sting comes yeah. out naked, basically. And That's it. Uh,
0: Papa Paul's pa- father's friends are all talking. Like you betrayed us, and they all have the heart plugs now and whatnot, and yeah, um, that
1: happens. But Jessica, yeah, let's talk about Jessica and okay. the life water.
0: Yeah, so back with the Fremen's. Yeah, um, Paul is teaching them all how to use the mind stuff to fight, which I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Using words
1: with and the sound, sound,
0: yeah, that I think, was, I think it sounds very fun.
1: I think. So. <laughs> like, I can do that. It's going to be great. But I also thought it was interesting that some words are just warrior words. So, like, mm-hmm. his new name is a warrior word. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's really intriguing that, like, some words are just, like, cause damage, which they do. Yeah, I, I, like, like I, I, like I like it. I like that. I like that whole concept. But then it was just a bunch of, like, uh, yeah, uh, because Yeah,
0: and cause in the beginning, we hear the Harconians and the Emperor talking about, like, oh, their treaties are building an army, and they're doing this weapon, and we don't know how, but we just know sounds involved. And then cut to Paul just being like, hurr, harr. <laughs> like, Oh, that's how. Right. <laughs> but so Jessica drinks the water of
1: life. Yeah. And, because she takes over for the Reverend Mother of the Fremens.
0: Yes, of the Fremens. The so Fremens. she is, yeah.
1: So she's now their Reverend Mother.
0: Yes, and so she drinks the water, of life loses all of her beautiful hair, and but after her unborn child then like is just matures faster than others and is like this wonder kid of magic.
1: That was the that kid was so cool. That was the creepiest child I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, because
0: later when we finally see this kid, she's wearing like a head to toe shroud with these bright blue eyes, and her voice was very obviously dubbing and stuff like that. But I just
1: I love this kid. But I like that, like, she drank it, and then you hear the voiceover. I wonder what this will do to my unborn child. Yeah. I was
0: like... Like, she drinks it. She, yeah, she drinks it, but wait. <laughs> I was like, not the time to <laughs> Do you not think about this beforehand, but, yeah. And I do like Paul's relationship with the sister, because later on when they're fighting, they're both like, this one's pretty capable.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, sis, go do this thing. She's like, you got it, dude. And then, you know... She's five, so she like toddles off. Only she's
1: like, You got a dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got her, dude. A little five year old body. <laughs> like, she's adorable.
1: But basically, we lose Jessica now for the rest of the movie because she's Reverend Love.
0: Yeah, she doesn't really do anything. She's kind mm, of out nope. of commission.
1: Yeah. She
0: got a promotion. She got a promotion. But she doesn't get to do cool stuff anymore. She doesn't get to run around in the jumpsuit. Luckily, we have that random girl who's in love with Paul who gets yeah. to run around in the jumpsuit. I still don't like it. Um, especially because she didn't really have a purpose. Besides being the She's love Paul interest. She's girlfriend. Yeah. But, and as Paul is training, because he's like, I'm going to train 100 of you, and then each of you will train 10 people, and then like, so we'll build this army. Yeah. And in those 100 people are two little kids. I think they're his kids. Whose kids? Paul's kids. It was only two years.
1: But they show back up <laughs> in a really
0: weird time. They show well, back up at the end in his house. They're not his kids because it was only two years. But I was Feminines wondering. Age no, <laughs> I was wondering who these kids were, though, because I'm like, whose kids friend are of these? A friend. <laughs> yeah, who knows who that these kids got in on the training session? But and so they all learn how to like ride the sandworms, and they all learn how to fight with the sound.
1: Now, he learns how to ride the sandworm. Yeah, it's a ride of patches. Passage yes, yeah. To be he learns how man. to yeah ride the yeah.
0: sandworms, and they all do it together and whatnot. And so. Now they're at, they go they they're an army now yeah they're an army now they attack the individual spice essentially they shut down spice production mm-hmm. and so the navigator like is you know folding time and seeing all this happening and so he and his dudes go back and visit the emperor and did you notice that there were two people on either side of his M- tank that streaming? had like they had vacuums yeah they're I just, was like so confused. It up. But, um, cause that was, that was the first time I thought I wanna read the books because I wonder if this is explained. Um, it's the weirdest things that where I'm like fixated on that specifically. But so they go back to the emperor and they're basically saying, dude, there's no spice. And it's like the guy who's in charge of the spice wasn't telling gross Harconian leader because he didn't want him to know, and Harkonian leader wasn't telling the emperor. And so the emperor basically goes, what? And then so they're all going to Dune. Everyone is now on Dune. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they attack the castle.
1: Well, they also, so. Bye-bye, boys. <laughs> Bye-bye, boys. But Paul takes the water of life. Yes. Which no man has ever done before. No. And lived.
0: And lived, yeah. So, but and that just kind of confirms. Oh, he's the one we're he's waiting chosen for. Runner. He's definitely at this time. But we he's... all suspected. Now we know.
1: We have one hundred percent confirmation. Yes. But he takes the water of life and realizes that the spice is the worms. The worms are the spice.
0: Yeah. Because before, and <gasps> I was just so like because as they're mining the spice, and then the worms come and attack all the spice things. He asked, and the thing, do the worms and the spice have a connection? Yeah. And everyone is like. Do not ask such stupid questions. No one has ever considered this before. And I'm like, that seems to be question number one. Like, why? What's the deal with the worms in the space? Right, like, why are the worms attacking? This entire planet is only here. Like, you know, this entire planet's purpose in terms of this intergalactic universe is for the spice. And the one problem on this planet, well, there's two problems. One, no rain, but they fix that with the suits. Two, these
1: worms. They keep attacking everything. No one thought, what's the deal with that? Right. Like... <laughs> So he takes the water of life and then somehow now controls the worms? I guess. Because they ride them into battle. Mm-hmm. Or either that or the worms, they form like a treaty. Or
0: maybe they, because if the worms, like, maybe they're like, hey, worms, we, we know your deal now. Yeah. You spice, spice worms?
1: I think it's an uneasy alliance. Want to
0: take us to Motor?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I know. I think, like, technically, we're not allowed to ride you. Yeah.
0: But,
1: but what do you say we have like 10 pages left in this chapter
0: <laughs> let's go so they attack the castle on the worms yeah the little girl paul's sister goes in and like warns them that things creepy are child. happening creepy, creepy child. child comes and basically goes you're all going to die and then everyone's like what and you know and then she a six-year-old like murders yeah she does <laughs> And then she just, like, kind of crawls out, and she's standing in the middle of the desert, and the wind's whipping around, and she's just awkwardly holding this knife and laughing. And Snow's, like...
1: There were moments where I was, like...
0: Protect her! That kid's not acting, and
1: I think that's adorable. (laughs)
0: Protect her!
1: There's, like, a moment where she's, like, sitting there in the final scene, and Kyle McLaughlin is, like, monologuing, and she just, like, looks up and, like, smiles. And I was, like... That is she's the cutest so cute. moment, and I'm like, uh, that kid also has no idea what's happening. <laughs> yeah, because
0: yeah, I I was, I was thinking about that because I was like, this the sets are so extravagant, yeah. and the design is just so much, and things like that. And then so I just kind of wonder, what did this kid think was happening? Because then they wrap her up in this thing, you know, donut stuff on her head, and someone probably was like, your eyes are going to be really blue, and she's probably just there going, okay, yeah, you know. And, like, I'm sure at one point they were like, say these words. And I'm sure at one point someone was like, how should she say them? It doesn't matter. We're gonna, <laughs> you know, just yeah. what was going through this kid's mind. Um, and so.
1: But then Sting and Paul have to fight. Yeah. Sting dies. Paul kills Sting. Paul kills Sting. Very sad.
0: Lead Harconian flies
1: into a worm. Well, after being poisoned by the six-year-old.
0: Yeah. After being poisoned by the six-year-old, he flies into a worm.
1: So he's dead. Yeah. So all the Harkonnians are dead.
0: Yep. Oh, and jumping back to the water of life for a second, everyone knew that that was a thing that might happen. And the Emperor and stuff were like, oh no, he can't drink the water of life because then that will bring our downfall. Yeah. This prophecy was well known. It wasn't just the Atreides family and the Fremen and stuff like that. This was, everyone knew about this. I think so. Yeah.
1: I Um, just think it's one of those things where it's like, not in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um He blessed the I'm rains trying down to figure out that yeah, it starts raining.
1: But that's like final confirmation. Oh yeah. That he's According the to work, yeah,
0: it's like he fulfills the Fremen prophecy that he is a promised Messiah by causing rain to fall on Arrakis for the first time ever as a sister declares him
1: Don't try to pronounce it.
0: Quiz Quiz, Quiz- Quizat? Quizat. Quizat Hydrak? Hydrac,
1: Hydrac, yeah. Hydrac,
0: Pronounces him that.
1: But here's. So this is. The w- end. The end. That's <laughs> it literally how it ends. And then it's like. Guitars. And then. <laughs> bless the name down and down. Uh, don't. <laughs> no. Um, so here's where I didn't understand. Yeah. Is he a god or is he just. a uh, have. What I
0: understood in this universe it doesn't seem like there was religion because but, science seemed to be like tied into the whole like the women with their order they were called witches and stuff like that so that seemed to be the governing supernatural force yeah you know and so I don't think that meant that he was a god
1: but doesn't he like say that like he is like now God or something. I'm gonna or? be
0: honest, when I tuned out, it was his
1: monologuing.
0: So <gasps> yeah, I'm gonna back
1: in because I like him. Ah, and I was like, I would, I, but I was just like, there could be no religion before, but if you're witnessing these acts of,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know, I have no or idea. Or maybe like, because I don't think he's immortal or anything, you know? We'll find out in book two. I need to read these books. Um, yeah. Anything you wanted to say overall about Dune? Uh, so who's Virginia
1: Mattson?
0: <laughs> oh, the Emperor's Daughter. <laughs> okay. But like, I we see like, again, and she shows up at the end, and she's kind of just looking around going, what's the deal with this? I and just, like,
1: halfway through, I was like, wait.
0: Yeah, she's not as big of a deal as the opening.
1: And I S- thought they were going to get together.
0: Yeah, same, because when... Once they're all in the same room, I was like, is this going to be a real quick love triangle? Right. Not even. Because, I mean, like... we have five minutes left in the movie. It's going to have to be a real quick love triangle. <laughs> I just think <laughs> it's going to be
1: one of those, like, oh, you can marry my daughter now.
0: Oh, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that too. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. Huh. No, yeah. it was just, like, brain. Yeah, mean, And a creepy six-year-old. Still yeah. talking.
0: Love that six-year-old. <laughs> yeah. So, I really liked Dune.
1: It was all right. I can't say that I loved it. Yeah. I liked it enough where it's like, I do want to read these books now. I wish I would have watched it, not with my cat. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have watched it with a group of people.
0: This is something I was thinking about where I was like, this is a movie. Because it reminded me a lot of the first time I watched The Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. Was with a large group of people and everyone was... Talking about the movie as we were watching it, like quoting along with it and stuff like that, and that was a very good movie to watch with a group of people that loved it. Yeah, and I was thinking as watching this too, I wish I was watching this with a group of people that I wish I had the Princess Bride experience when I was watching Dune. Yeah,
1: I wish I would have watched it with someone who at least read the books or who at least seen it before. So just there were just a couple times where or just someone be like, hey, you're not gonna see Virginia Madsen again because. Some movies
0: you want to watch with people so you can talk about other things. Yeah. But this is a movie where I was like, no, I want to watch it right. with people who love it. And, like, that's their thing. And yeah. so we're talking along with it.
1: Yeah. Like The Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, that was my only thing. it's like, if a screening of this came up, yeah. like a midnight showing, I would go. Oh, I
0: would hardcore go.
1: And, you know, I would go. But, like, am I going to watch it again? Oh. No.
0: It's like... I will definitely read these books and then rewatch Dune.
1: We'll watch it together when you rewatch like, it. Yeah, like I said,
0: <laughs> this was my jam. Where I was like, ah.
1: I'm just not a huge sci-fi. Like I, I yeah. like it for what it is, but like, I would much rather watch Sunshine than mm.
0: Dune. I do, I do like Sunshine better. But what,
1: but well, is well better I think I like it for
0: different. Right. I like for different reasons. I mean, I would rather yeah. Sunshine is a better film.
1: Well, yeah. There's no question about no. that. Yeah,
0: we're comparing <laughs> to April movies, guys, okay. which I don't think we've ever really done. Oh, yeah,
1: but I mean, isn't know. science fiction a wide and sweeping genre? Right. I just like. <laughs> I, I just. I didn't really. Like, I don't know how I feel about this one. I definitely left very confused. Mm-hmm. And not confused in a way that's, like, I don't understand the plot. I mean, it was a lot to fit in in two hours. It was. It Like, the first, like, 20 minutes feel like a history lesson. Yeah. Because they even, like, bring up a chart of the planets. Yes. There were
0: so many names, Dude, Yeah. There were so many write.
1: characters, so many names. And it's... I was reading an article in The Atlantic, which mm-hmm. was very interesting, um and it was kind of comparing it to Star Wars mm-hmm. because apparently David Lynch turned down Return of the Jedi to do this film. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Right. But Sorry, David. <laughs> it's like But um they were like even with Star Wars, the you know, tie fighter, X-wing, the force, Yoda, there're still words that are in our language. Yeah. Or you know, you can like they're not completely made up, but whereas yeah. in this you have Alderon, the Hicurians, the... Alderon Star Wars, <laughs>
0: Arrakis, Arrakis.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, you have all these names, or like the
0: yeah. Well, I see what you're saying. The framework upon which Star Wars is based is units that we understand. Yes. Whereas for Dune, this framework is based on units that are entirely unique to this world. Yeah. Which is cool and great. It's so cool. It's a lot easier to wrap your head around in a book than in one two and a half hour movie.
1: I feel like if you did this now on like AMC Mm -hmm. or like hell Netflix, this would have been a great TV series. Right.
0: Yeah. But I think you need you need more time to like fully develop fully develop it. Oh my gosh!
1: Actually, I think a TV series of Dune would be fantastic. If Netflix would like remake Dune. I think it would be amazing. I think it would be great. All right. We'll, we'll talk to Netflix. So let's yeah. go. <laughs> so we're going to call up Netflix. Right. We got to go pitch our shows. Um, so. Yeah.
0: we're The pitch is going to be us walking and sit down and be like,
1: Dune. Who? Okay. So if we pitch Dune to Netflix, who yeah. would you get to play Paul?
0: Oh, man. I see. I feel like Paul needs to be someone who's not well known. Mm-hmm. So I don't know.
1: I have my paw. Who's your paw? The kid from The Room.
0: Yeah, this gives us a lot of time to develop this, too, because <gasps> well, that guy's young. <laughs> well, no, but, like, he will grow. Mm. Like, he's, like, seven. Have you seen Room? No. I read it. Did you? Yeah. Highly recommend the book. I heard it's I good. think it's going to be, I think... And I'm not going to say read it before you see the movie. I think it's like the Martian and the Martians book where it's like they both augment yeah. each other. So I don't think it matters which one you see it in, but I think they are better together. Yeah.
1: My mom just saw it and saw it with her friend, yeah. um, who's my godmother. Yeah. And I guess my godmother was like bawling during oh, it. Oh, man. And my I really mom want to see it. was like not crying. <laughs> and I was like, well, why didn't you cry? She's like, no animals got hurt. Oh, my God. I was like, <gasps> <gasps> I can't. I'm I not going like, to surprise me in the slightest. No, I was like, where's your motherly instinct? She's like, well, oh, all right. It was sad. I was like,
0: <laughs> I've heard it's just, like, it's claustrophobic. Yeah. And I felt that way reading it, so I was like, I can't even imagine. Okay, anyway.
1: Sorry. Dude. But that's, I would get the kid from the room, because I think it's going to take a while to get pre-production going, so we at least have, like. I, th-
0: I think it will.
1: Right, so I, I think we at least have, like, two, three years before we're, like, ready to go. So now
0: this kid will be ten. is
1: <laughs> that? I don't know. I don't know. He's, like, this big. I feel like he'll go to this big. He's very He's adorable. Right? But I feel like it's got to be someone on the younger side. Mm. Because technically he should be a little bit younger.
0: I think he should be younger. Because also, I don't think that we need his very brief romantic plot. You know? Yeah. I don't think we need that. I think if they have, like... We show that he has this Fremen girl and, like, oh, they eventually will get together. But I don't think they needed that one making out scene. No. I don't think it added to anyone's character. But it's, like, I think it would have been, yeah, we need, like, a teenager to actually play a teenager.
1: Yeah. And then it's more of a spiritual connection than it is, like, a love connection. Yeah. Where it's, and just where like...
0: it's like, you know that they're going to grow together and they might, you know, be romantically or sexually involved. But it's more just, like, this support system
1: is here. Right. Yeah. Right. So, what I'm seeing is... Yeah. <laughs> Kid from Room. <laughs> I'm
0: on board. I'm on board. Okay. What should you know to pretend like you've seen Dune? This one, I think because there is so much, I I think if you just know, like, oh, yeah,
1: Spice. I think this yeah. is something you could get away with just being, like, Spice. I kind of want to worms. just, like, say the entire opening model. <laughs> yeah. This is what yes! you need to know. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Guys.
0: Real talk. <laughs> if you want to pretend like you've seen this
1: movie, memorize the opening monologue. It is like two. It's not even like a minute. It's like two minutes. Just yeah, watch memorize that. the opening monologue. I'll put it on the Tumblr. Just yeah, like literally only watch that. That's cool. yeah, opening monologue. Spice and worms. And I think you got it. Or I think you need to know it's David Lynch. I think that says so much about it.
0: Oh really? I think there were just moments where I was like, oh, you know what? It's maybe like spice, and. Spices the Worms, the Worms are Spice. <laughs> yeah, Spices the Worms, the Worms are Spice, and Creepy Girl Child are the things you need to know about the movie. You do not
1: need to know about Creepy <laughs> Girl Child. I just thought, okay,
0: fine. So, opening monologue, You know David Lynch. About children. Opening monologue, David Lynch, Spice,
1: Worms, Worms, Spice. Those are the three things you need to know. That's great. <laughs> Done. And be sure to check out 2019, Dune on Netflix. <laughs> 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 Executive producers, Debbie <Nibby> and Ashley. <laughs> make it showrunners, showrunners. showrunners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone must have like suggested this before this is the way I kind of want to research be like who owns the rights to Dune let's do it let's get on. let's get it we can write this okay you know if
1: I was like, I'll read you the books can... I was
0: like you cannot be like I'm a red Dune without reading the books I'm not a monster. Okay,
1: all right. And by the way, I don't read books; the books read me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. I'll read so, the books and the Wikipedia.
0: This is going to be another editor Debbie making an announcement of what movie we're watching next. Oh yeah. Hey guys, editor Debbie here. Um, so for the month of May, we are going to do a Mother's Day themed month where we are going to ask our moms to recommend movies for us to watch. And as of the time of this recording, both of our moms have agreed to do this, but have both requested time to think about it. So, stay tuned in May for surprise appearances of our moms telling us their favorite movies that we have not seen yet. And we're probably going to do the same thing in June for Father's Day, too.
1: So, as always, this has been... You Haven't Seen. I'm Debbie. And I'm Ashley. Be sure to... uh... Check us out on Twitter at yhs underscore podcast. And you can check us out on Tumblr at youhaven'tseen-podcast.tumblr.com. And you can also rate and review us on iTunes if you are so kind. The more you rate and review, the higher we are and we're easier to find, which would be so nice if you could do that.
0: Which, if you Google, you haven't seen we're the first thing that pops
1: up. But, like, we need to get on the front page.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I I thought it was... It was, it, cool. was, it, it was cool. It was cool was
0: cool because was like there are other podcasts with the same premise. Like yeah. we're not that original. I
1: did go nice. through because some I've listened to another podcast. It's like hey, rate and review us. It actually, it
0: it, it actually is, does
1: help, right? And so I went through my podcast and like yeah. rated and reviewed. Yep, yep. Because you don't even have to like leave a review because I know I get like I don't if know you what to get say. a
0: little stage fright, you don't actually have to type anything. No,
1: but if you want to type something, you can just be like, hey, girls, y'all are awesome. Love me.
0: Okay, yeah, leave your casting suggestions. When we leave casting cast.
1: suggestions. We need help yes. with our Netflix pitch, guys. Yeah, if guys. you know... <laughs> it, that's a great idea. Uh, if you know who you want um, cast as Seriously, Paul and Dune...
0: tweet us with that. Tweet us
1: with the hashtag Dune for Netflix.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, 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 yes. I uh, just want to really confuse with Netflix. I hope Netflix. people actually do suggest things. Yeah, so hashtag Dune for Dune. Number four is spelling it out for
0: number four. Number four. We're on a number Doom count here. Four
1: Netflix. Netflix. And then your casting suggestions.
0: Pictures, please, as well, if you can find a picture of them. Well, it's a word count. Guys, I'm not good with names.
1: <laughs> I'll text Debbie a name. <laughs>
0: I need the visual image. We all know I'm not good with names. But yeah, okay. so tweet us. Please, that would be amazing. Do for Netflix. That would make us so happy.